This is the Epilogue audio experience. Use the reins. Uh, go for a ride. Ride your motorcycles as much as you can. Yeah. You learn more every three months of reins than the whole year of riding. Yeah. This is not a time to park the bike. This is a time to use it and learn from it. Yeah, because a lot of people actually take a break. I mean, there are people all across the nation who kind of have their bikes parked in a garage, covered, battery connections off, and they'll remove it only after the reins get over. What's up with that? They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, um, uh, I remember coming into Bombay and I heard about these grey market bikes and we started riding them and realizing that in the rains, you couldn't ac- get access to any of them. And the reason is because they were like really packed up and put yep. away for the rains. And to me, it strikes me as wrong. Yep. There's one exception. There was a guy called, uh, there is a guy called Adil, uh, Adil Khan, who gave me his bikes to ride. Mm. Uh, in the middle of the rain, GSXR 1000 uh, You've ridden on all of that. Carter Road, yeah, and he showed up in the middle of the rain, and he's like, "Yeah, here's the bike. I live two doors, two streets down. Just come and give me the bike when you're mm. done." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. We rode the bike in the wet, and I later I said, "I'm sorry, it's dirty now," and all of that. He says, "Dirty? It's not a flowers, man. It's a motorcycle. It'll yeah. get dirty." And yeah. that's precisely the point. Yeah, you want to ride your bike in every available situation. That's how yeah. I approach it. Right. When you ride it in rain, when it's slightly slippery you do get to learn about smoothness, about anticipation. There are so many skills that we use, yep. but in the rain, their usage is higher. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the criticality of it being correctly used is much more important. And you learn so much. I've always thought that in September is perhaps when I'm riding the smoothest hmm. because I've just spent three months of time learning to anticipate, to open the throttle more carefully, to use the brakes with more uh, uh, effort and thinking. And it completely changes the way I ride the motorcycle and I get worse through the year and I probably ride the worst in May just before the rains come. Yeah. Have you ever had your school taken place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, very in much. A rainy, in a rainy very much. We've done two or three schools where it rained in the middle and yeah, obviously the students first they think like, oh, school's out, right? Mm. Because it's raining and then they'll be like, what do you mean you still have school? We still have school. Mm. Uh, the skills that you use on a motorcycle don't change because it's wet. How the motorcycle delivers traction changes once it's wet and it's a very interesting thing because... There are a few tentative laps for everybody first. And then they get used to the idea, which is dry to wet. If the track is clean, the delta is not all that much. And you can still do 90% of what you were doing anyway, especially in the school environment, right? They've been some of the most intense schools we've done. We have so much fun out in the wet. Apart from the fact that your leathers get a little... And that's okay, man. That's completely okay. Yeah, I think you can live with that. But I think uh, the one thing that really stands out for me when people are about to ride in the rain is fear. That fear of one thing majorly is falling down. Uh, How can we prevent that from happening, especially when we talk about the motorcycle, not the rider? Let's understand one essential thing about motorcycles, okay? Uh, When I started buying my own motorcycles at first when my RDs were there, I was like, I don't want to give these to anyone, right? They won't take care of my bike. But then I met Joshua Krasto and Anand Dharmaraj who... I. To me, they are my idols in the motorcycle world in the real... I mean, Valentino Rossi is my idol too, but hmm. that's a whole different yeah. <laughs> scale, right? And both Anand and Josh say the same thing, which is it's okay for motorcycles to fall and break yeah. because you can fix it. Okay. No matter how bad the break is, you'll eventually be able to fix it. Uh, human beings heal, maybe not as well as motorcycles because if you break a frame in half, in theory, there is a way around that too. Yep. So to me... First thing I would like motorcyclists to do is get over the idea that the motorcycle shouldn't fall. Hmm. They will fall. Hmm. You will fall with them. You will heal and they will be fixed. It's Hmm. completely okay. It's part of how you own motorcycles. Can I afford to drop both my Ducati and the Aprilia together? No. (laughs) 
But yeah. if I drop the Ducati and the Aprilia within a week of each other, it just means that the repairs will happen over a longer period of time, time because yep. the money required to fix them is more. But if you have a KTM 390 Duke, you really have no excuse. Right. A swing arm is 6,000 bucks. I mean, what the hell yeah. are you complaining yeah. about? Hey, hope you like this episode. And if you feel that you have become more insightful in the last few minutes and want to receive more episodes like this, make sure you subscribe to Insightful in 3 Minutes podcast on Epilog Media website or wherever you get your podcast from. Remember, wisdom grows when you share. So be a good netizen and share this episode in your network. Also, this episode has been clipped from the larger episodes on EP Log Network. You can catch the complete episode with the link in the description.